Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what's up, sugar sluts? I just woke up. No, you didn't. I texted, or did you go back to sleep? No, I went back to sleep, obviously. You, dude, I played video games. I stayed up to like five a.m. But you texted me at like two or three. Yeah, you slept like I woke up nine hours. Responded to your text, went back to sleep. How many hours of sleep do you need every night? Uh, well, it depends on the day. Um, if it's a weekend, I, I'll sleep like, I don't know, 10 hours to recharge my bats. For the weekdays when I only sleep four hours. That's, that's You could probably tweak those numbers a little bit. It's a great way to, to live your little, life. <laughs> a little bit more sense. Nah. You're right. like fucking Terry Davis over there on his 36-hour <laughs> <Yeah>. schedule. <laughs> it's fine, dude. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be just. You'll fine. be fine. Yeah, you text. I texted you what time I wanted to record at four CST, and you're like, "That's three my time." And I was like, "Oh yeah," because I was. I <laughs> I literally was like just waking up and looking at my phone. I thought it said. Something would well, not CST, and I was like, okay, his time four is my time three, and that's why I said that. And then you said what you said, and I was like, oh, yeah, shit. I, yeah, I, I read, all those extra letters. Oh, I read that wrong. That <laughs> just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I was telling you that I was listening to the cries of my new cat because I got a cat. Nice. What's its name? It's a uh, mod. Like M A U D E. I named her after the only not horrible female character in The Big Lebowski. Oh, continue. Yeah, that's fair. The cat, the cat scheme. Yeah, that's fair. understandable. Yeah, understandable. Uh, you know, and you know, I've never seen The Big Lebowski. It pisses me off every time you say it. <laughs> Literally, have it tattooed on my leg. I know. <laughs> Literally, have. I'll have I, to watch it. It's it's really a great movie. It really is, and it's one of the movies that gets funnier the more you watch it too. Okay, because it's actually like very intricate, and once you kind of get what they're t- like, the jokes are, what the references are, which they're all internal. You're like, damn, this thing is packed. Okay, it's it's really good. I have to watch. Like, have you it. ever seen like Arrested Development? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of those like. Internal jokes and soft little references. It really reminds me of that movie. Yeah, when I broke my nose the first time, I had surgery on it, and then I was. They put like this cast thingy on my nose, and they were like, "You can't do anything. You can't sweat or anything like that. So just take it easy." And I was like, "All right." So I sat in my parents' living room and ate and t- took painkillers and watched Arrested Development. And eight nice. it was sick. <laughs> it was it's a, sick. A good time. You're like, honestly, it was one of the best occasions <laughs> yeah. of my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have to do nothing. And then I was a lifeguard at the time, so I went to work and they just made me stand at the slides and I was like, Yep, come on. I'm doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess you can go. Did I got I got into a lot of trouble with it. Wait, so. I wasn't done talking about yeah, my go cat. Ahead. Go ahead. My cat has six toes on every one of its little legs. Nice. And it's very small. It's like a five or six pound cat. Really? Or seven pounds or something like that. What? She has, she has three extra toes on both of her. She has three extra toes on her front paws? Yes, and one extra each on her back. 
one extra each on the back paws. That's a goddamn. She's packed full of toes, yeah, that's bro. A, that's a Chernobyl cat right there. <laughs> if I've ever seen. She's a really sweet little kitty. She's yeah. kind of insane. Straight from. Pripyat. She hasn't really settled in yet, so who knows? That's but fair. She's supposed to be one and a half to two years old. I kind of have my doubts, to be honest. Wait, she's younger. Uh, yeah, I think we got a fucking kitten, but we'll see what happens. Might but uh, she's she's the first night or first day I woke up with her because we got her like Friday night um, on Hawkeye's 14th birthday. Nice, nice. And, and uh, you want to hit the air horns for Hawkeye's 14th birthday? Shit, which one is it? Hold on, let me turn it down. I think down. it's the second from the t- bottom right. That's the actual train. Nope, that's the applause. There we go. I got it. I did it. It's the green one. <laughs> um, and uh, so the morning I woke up and I I couldn't find her fucking anywhere. I was looking everywhere. And I was like, look, I know how cats work. I know the trick. Yeah. But also it's a new cat. Maybe it did get out. And it's small. So I was like, fuck. Yeah. So I was like, Reagan, I can't find the cat. I've been looking forever. I wake her up because it's, you know, 11. So she's yeah. obviously sound asleep. <laughs> and uh, she finds it in like two minutes. It was in a windowsill. That like, tracks. That tracks. Fuck. Yeah, if you're ever looking for a cat, you just got to find anywhere that the sun is shining through or somewhere that's it can be enclosed in three spaces. It's got three Which degrees is, protection. You know, you look at your house and you're like, damn, yeah. that's a lot of spaces. That's a lot of spaces. Yeah, she's I, really small. She can fit in a drawer. Yeah, my cats usually have, like, there's there's some go-tos that if I can't find them, I'm like, all right, let me check. Let me check the huge for... Yeah, 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 we're starting to learn them. Yeah. But she's starting to get comfy. Lately, she, I mean, this is only day two. She just spends a bunch of time upstairs and, it, like, yowls at us. And we're like, all right, we go up there and play with her. And we're like, come downstairs. And then she just, like, no, she's not a chance. Whatever. Not a chance. <laughs> Whatever. That's we'll let her figure place. it out. That's the bad place. We're not doing it. I think part of it is related to Hawkeye. She yeah. seems... She's not scared of them because supposedly she lived with a big, two big dogs, um, but she's still getting used to them. I have to say it's probably best that she is a kitten because usually kittens can get well acclimated to dogs, but yeah. regular cats, not a chance. Like, not yeah, a Moto, chance. Our, our cat that we had two cats ago that Reagan brought was like an old cat. He was like 12, and he was a crotchety bitch to <laughs> we would get ex- so like Lebowski and Hawkeye would like cuddle yeah and we would get excited if Hawkeye was at the end of the bed and Moto was on the far <laughs> end of the bed we're like oh yeah. fuck yeah not the same but hopefully these two become friends I'm glad to, we got it for Hawkeye because he needs a little buddy to chase around that's fair he that loves mean, having yeah. he's a border collie man he needs yeah, a job he's gotta hurt something you guys should just yeah. invest in cattle yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense <laughs> in our town home. Yeah, in your in Philly town home, dude. City and, have like yeah. llamas or something or sheep. They'll mow your lawn for you, and you're good. And just put our some... lawn could liter- is a guy with a weed whacker did it in ten minutes. Well, it's, it's very small. Goats could do it in five. So <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that think, doesn't help me. I think you'll be okay. To be honest with you, I just realized I haven't opened my laptop. Oops. Um, oh, random so. internet drama. Did you see that thing with Anthony Fantano and Drake? No. You know who Anthony Fantano is? Slightly. He's not as. He's a music reviewer yeah. on YouTube. Uh, he's probably oh, like yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. The bald guy. Bald. 
Anthony Fantano. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he made, like, well, nobody really knows why this happened, but he made, like, a video, uh, of, they think, reviewing uh, Nav's most recent uh, album. And Nav is on the same label that Drake is, or maybe Drake owns it, but anyway. I would uh, imagine Drake owns it. I'm going to go ahead and, and say it. I'm pretty sure yeah. Drake owns it. <laughs> our, guess, our guess for the timeline is that the video came out a while ago, and then Drake DM Anthony Fantano, and Anthony Fantano releases a video saying that he got DMs from Drake, and they were a vegan cookie recipe, and he, like, makes the cookies, right? And then Drake releases the real DMs, because that's not what he actually sent oh. him. <laughs> And they were, like, mean and pathetic. And everybody was like, why did you do this? Let Drake, me find the original Drake text that he sent. mean messages? Because he, yes. did he give fan, fan, the dude's album a bad review? Uh, he, he did give Nav's album a bad review, but that's because Nav is horrible. Yeah, so, but Drake's I mean, like, that's my, that's my dude. That's my record label. Stop being mean. That's, that's So, oh, yeah, okay, so... The messages, he sends them three messages at 9.42 p.m. Uh, your existence is a light one, and the one is because you are alive. Because he always makes jokes. That's how he reviews the albums, like strong to yeah. li- decent, you know what I mean? Uh, and he says, and because you somehow wifed a black girl, uh, I'm feeling a light to decent one on your existence. That was his tweets. And every, and, and Fantano didn't respond. Left him on red. <laughs> Left Drake on red. And it, Drake releases. Everybody was like, Why would you do that? Awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like the as, jokes you made were really bad. And as far and as I know, too, as far as I know, too, like everybody likes that dude. The Fantano well dude. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he does. He's like, I'm, I don't really watch his videos. I don't really give a shit, um, but he seems Music like... Music reviews are pretty neat. Yeah, anyway. he seems yeah. like a pretty decent, like, you know, well-rounded reviewer. Like he's, it's, he's... Yeah, I mean, he really does know a lot of music, yeah. and he's at least consistent in how he rates music and that's what i like about him because so i'm like ah fantana doesn't like it uh i'll probably like it because yeah. of the reasons he listed because yeah. he always because he doesn't understand every album that he's really reviewing even though he kind of claims to you know but he has a lot better understanding of all music than most people do, yeah for sure uh so i, I mean i like his stuff he can be kind of funny he's he's pretty active in the internet meme community like yes he is speak, I, you know I, what i mean i've seen i've seen like pictures of him at like shows um uh, pictures of him at like shows and uh he's just like awestruck awestruck yeah oh and um like channel five shout out to andrew Can- callahan fucking love channel five he did an interview with him where he talked about yeet for uh, one part of it and then you find out that the rest of the video uh, in the interview, he was talking about like O Block and uh, Chicago Drill and all that shit. And but the whole video Fantano is doing from his lawnmower because <laughs> they did it on his property and he just showed up in a lawnmower. A, it's so funny, yeah. Dude, it's, fucking, he's cool. I really yeah. like that guy. And I don't really like Drake because he's a groomer and his music sucks. <laughs> yeah, and, he uh, talks to children and um, also you were like the biggest artists in the world right now arguably and the most famous some, musician yeah, alive. some dude who's really popular said your music was bad so you were like <laughs> no no not even his music he made he said someone oh else's yeah yeah music someone else's music so you really went to bat and that's for a him. guess 
because nobody knows why Drake did this. Yeah. It was really... And the fact that he repeats his joke twice... Everybody's like, I think he was just drunk. Yeah, I don't know. I think, he, I think that showed up on his YouTube it. for you page, and he was like, "Shit, what is this?" He's like, Your existence is a light one, bald yeah. Santana. Sounds about terrible. Right. That's it incredible. was so funny. That is. I, I just like having some drama that doesn't matter about anything. Yeah, for, you know what I mean. I was gonna say it's so. just completely meaningless. Speaking of trash. yeah, speaking of Chicago drill music, I went into a real big rabbit hole for Chicago drill music a while back. You should watch. Uh, oh, this was a meme that Fantano posted uh, about this situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's drake on the left with the text and then the right it says fantano he's like i literally just tell people my opinions <laughs> <laughs> uh, um uh, you should watch the new channel five video that he did on oblock it's awesome did he is yeah it's so good it's God. like one of his best videos i know you should check it out i know a uh a uh What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, ridiculous amount of information about O Block and the beef they have, and other I think you'd like Chicago drill music. Like shoot, it's kind of sad. Yeah, the whole oh, it, it's really it, no, sad. it's incredible. It, it is and, all and what I really, sad. what I really liked in the Channel Five video is he kind of calls out uh, like DJ Academics and this other dude. I can't remember his name, but two dudes who cover a lot of the O Block beef, yeah, at, like and made it their thing, and like are what made it big. And he's like, kind of like, don't you think you're kind of like perpetuating, yeah, exactly. perpetuating? And they're like, nah, not at all. hundred oh, like, percent, they are. Are you sure? Because you're profiting off of people aren't getting they, mad at each other and killing each yeah, other. Yeah, aren't those dudes like white kids too? Like white kids? No, like- DJ Academics is black. One of the dudes I think was white though, like or I don't. I he maybe he was white appearing. You yeah, know I mean? white uh, passing. Yeah, yeah, and but one thing that really pissed me off was in the video, DJ Academics is like, yeah, that's why I've never even been to Chicago or O Block, and then Andrew is there, fucking where it started, you know, interviewing those people, have smoking blunts, having a good time. I was like, dude, that's time. Andrew is so yeah, legit, with, with he's so shits. legit. He is the most with the shits. He's he's fucking awesome. Yeah, he is. He's like Hunter Thompson and Louis Throw, like combined into one interviewer, which has never been done before. It's awesome. I would love to go interview people at Oblog. Oh, I I had more. Yeah, Andrew. Okay, I know who Andrew Callahan is. Andrew Callahan is with the shits. Is with the shits. He, I was seeing his interviews and like he was on uh that podcast, the one that's like notorious for getting ran up on. I think it's called like No Jumper or something like that. And Andrew was like, Andrew was like, do you think that uh, maybe that we're talking about the same interview where he's like, yeah, do you think, yeah, do you, do you think wait, you're oh, the one perpetuating? No I'm pretty sure it's no one. jumper. No. Yes. Yes. It That's is it? that guy. Yeah. It is yeah. that guy. That dude's a fucker. They only, they only had the, well, this, I don't know, this one picture I'm seeing. Oh, okay. So it's just that guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was that dude, yeah. Yeah, and, and he's like he, he seemed like a sh- twat, you know. He kind of, yeah. I was like, fess up, bitch. Yeah, like, you're 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 profiting off like hip hop and gang culture and stuff like that, like, and you've never been there, like you've never stepped foot in that area, like, you know that's an yeah. issue, right? Like that is you're a fucking... exploiting it. You're a part of it, for yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, I did have another random internet update. That movie Insta that I was talking about yeah. starting to get sus. Is it so? They posted a review of the Babadook. Did you like that movie? It was okay. It wasn't terrible. I liked the Babadook. Yeah. He, he gave it a three out of ten. 
which I was, and like his, the review of it, which I, this has got to be a dude. I know we say he and we don't know. It's yeah. got to be a dude. God, Oblock looks um, like a prison, dude. They just don't really, like, the review is so, like, unempathetic and terrible. And uh, and then, but really, really set me off was he gave Hacksaw Ridge, you know, that movie? Yeah. The, the World War II yeah. jerk off Mel Gibson Jesus bullshit movie. Yeah. Uh, he gave it an 8.8. What? And I was like, dude, what? Hacksaw Ridge? Like, that movie is a perfect 50% because the first 50% sucks ass, and the second 50% is one of the best war movies ever made, which is an insane thing to do (laughs) in one single movie. And the, like, so he's just jerking off for it in the review, but at the end, he was like, thank you to all the men and women of service. God bless you. It's like, fuck what off. the fuck yeah. are you doing yeah. in this movie review? I was like, I don't want to fucking talk to this dude. I don't want anything to do with this guy. He's too sus. Too fucking sus. What did he say about the Babadook? Uh, you gotta look up the review. It's kind of long, but... Let's see. You don't, He complains uh, that you don't see the Babadook very long. And I was like, have you seen a fucking scary movie before? Yeah, where, yeah, where there's very few scary movies I can name where the monster is like a main fucking main screen time kind of guy. Like the review really strikes me as like not understanding that it's like a metaphor for yeah. like depression, you know? And but he's just like uh, his her son misbehaves throughout the entire movie becomes increasingly obnoxious. You'll be the one wishing that he'd fall out of a treehouse or the Babadook gets him. And even the mother doesn't help her case. It was impossible to identify her or have any empathy for either character. I was like, dude, ew, yeah. what is wrong with you? That's tough. That's. I tough. was like, that movie is really empathetic. Like that. You, yeah, you told on yourself. I wonder if he. I wonder if he ever listens to our. I don't think he will or ever will. But listens to our podcast, and we're just like shitting on his movie reviews. (laughs) Well, we we haven't called out his Insta specifically, which I thought was appropriate. That's that's true. That is true. And if he wants to come out and say something about it, tell on yourself some more, bud. I don't care. (laughs) Fair. Let's now go watch a. a movie with a bunch of ladies in it and see what you have to say about it. Go, hey, going back to that Chicago drill thing, if, from what I know, O-Block's been sold. Like, it's getting demolished. Uh, I mean, Andrew did that video like two weeks ago and he was like there with it. No, so. no, 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 but O-Block... Hold on, let me look it up. I swear to God, O-Block has been sold. Chicago, Chicago's O-Block project reportedly sold. It was recently put up for sale, Parkway Garden. When did that article come out? Um, that came out. Uh, shit, hold on. May fifth, twenty twenty one. They just haven't done anything with it. May fifth. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it probably takes a while. Oh yeah, 100%. I didn't know. I thought Oblock was. Public housing. I, I thought it was too, s- as well. I thought. I mean, the city could sell it off. It's well, ruthless. It, it's <laughs> well. I mean, from a city standpoint, it's produced some of the most like one top fucking gangster rappers, drill music. Like there is. I feel like uh, drill Chief music. Keith. Drill music's like the new like gangster rap from how back in the day gangster rap used to be. Uh, yeah, kind of. Because people are fucking getting killed. Like, you don't see rap music you hear on the radio. Nobody's getting killed for that shit. But, like, you got people, like, shoot a shells on the street getting shot in the face nine times 
at 9 a.m. in the morning. <clears throat> That's yeah. what a.m. means, but... Yeah, um, nine a.m. <laughs> like that. Like they're like they're really out here, fucking. Or there was another drill artist that just died recently because he was out with this girl ASAP Rock, or her. The girl's name was like AP Rock or something like that, and she posted her location with this dude on Instagram, and they pulled up and killed him. Um, like, damn. Dude, can you imagine? Like, you, you have shit out there, dude. No, you can't. You can't post your location or anything like that. Like, I, there's a guy that pops up in my TikTok feed every now and again, and he talks about it. He's like, yeah. He's like, when you go out with your homies, like, make sure you're looking over your shoulder at all times. He's like, don't ever post where you're at until you leave. Like, when you're gone, go ahead and take pictures or post the pictures that you took and you know tag it, whatever. He was like, but if you're currently there, never tag your location. He was like, I have had so many friends die. From them tagging their location where they're at, and someone pulls up and just kills them. And I'm like, bro, it's fucking ruthless out there, dude. That and is like, ruthless. like I, I, I'm like, damn, people say you're scrolling through Twitter looking for someone to shoot all the time. Like, goddamn. I mean, I've watched interviews where they're like, yeah, we would just, um, we would just go out and uh, we'd ride through our ops. And for those of you that are not privy with the slang, <laughs> ops is the your parlance your, yeah, of our times. <laughs> your, your enemies. And they were like, yeah, we just go, we'd ride around with, uh, ride around in our ops's territory and just look for someone to kill. And it's like, cause they can, I mean, it's like, nobody's, they're not going to get, they're not going to get in trouble. Like nobody's, nobody gives a fuck about the projects of Chicago. It's pretty shitty. No, yeah. I mean, absolutely not. It's yeah. quite shitty, actually. Uh, oh, bro, Currency just dropped a new mixtape. Who? I gotta, Currency, I gotta listen to it. I love Currency. He's 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 like a long time kind of. I mean, he's a long time rapper, but he he makes like between four and eight projects a year. There's like one year where he made twelve in a year, so he did one every month. He just is a intense volume of music. I love him. Yeah, I bet he hasn't dropped as many albums as Viper though. I dude, I was he just Viper just dropped an album. No he shit, really. <laughs> he just did. Hold on, I was just looking at that actually. If uh, you guys don't know, Viper is a is a rapper who you might have seen if you're privy to the internet. You might have seen his album cover somewhere. He has an album called uh, "Yule Cowards Don't Even Y'all, Smoke Yule Crack." Cowards yeah, don't Yule even smoke crack. <laughs> it's his music is not that great, but he drops like he drops like. Uh, let me see. Let me see how many albums he's supposedly dropped. He, uh, it was a new video called "I Use an Army of Cats to Deliver the Best Crack and Hunt Carrier Pigeons and Mouses via GPS." <laughs> Oh, I love. Oh, it is so good. Viper is literally like the best. He's the best of the best. Um, He's he's like he's like a drastic. You can't hear my music when it's playing. No, uh -uh. he's like a drastically more unhinged Lil B when Lil B was like just on the internet. You know, I wonder if I can play some of Viper's music for. Uh, He's gonna send his legal team to get you. Dude, I know, you, honestly. As I'll, long as it's eight seconds or less. Eight seconds or less. Give me a second. Um, YouTube. Shit. Why does? Why did you go to Yahoo? Viper? You know, dude. If we ever do the fandoms episode, wanna, Viper one I wanna, would be super I wanna see good. If we can get Viper on the show. <laughs> he sounds be... not safe for work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's uh uh I I I mean that's fine. His videos are so unhinged. Have you ever watched the fuck Earth? I'm gonna wage an interstellar yeah. war. <laughs> 
so crazy. He does look pretty fucking unhinged. I wonder if, hold on, let me see if I can. Oh, God, Jesus. Sorry, guys. I'm pretty sure that he is not coward and does smoke crack. I'm pretty sure he does, too. What? Why am I getting three fucking ads on YouTube? Dude, they're moving it up to five. You I'm see you got all that? Mind. That's the that's been the big drama too. Hold on, guys. Here, let me just get to like the beef of this song. You're not gonna find it. There isn't beef. Yeah. Well, no, no beef. I'm like playing the song right now. Hold on. All right, like I said, it's not good music, but it's funny. That's all. That's all that matters. Yeah, that song I mean, is... and his his persona, his weird titles. The titles are half the fucking joke. Yeah, yeah, and the the album covers are funny as fuck too. So yes, it's, it's, I mean, in <laughs> videos, it's yeah. in the videos. Yeah, the, it's really just an internet, um, <laughs> an internet fucking sensational meme. He did thirty uh, a year ago. He had one called "I Suicide Did," spelled D-I-D. Fantastic. McAfee. That's it. Spelled wrong, also. Jesus. Guns don't. Guns don't kill people. Viper do. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he put out? Never. Like, hasn't he put out like three hundred albums, like or EPs? It's tons. He's put yeah. out like three hundred something. Like he releases like a shitload a year. It's insane how many fucking studio albums he releases and when i say studio albums it's like you know you know what i'm saying it's not studio yeah. albums uh, yeah. or maybe it is fuck if i know dude i don't know it's not really facebook no. has been showing me fucking like like terrible pages i don't know what i've done to upset them but I'm getting dude, you're like, constantly complaining about your algo. Dude, it does not know what to do yeah, with you. You're a, an algo hole. I know. It's it's like giving me like like one. I'm getting outlaw country like pages, which I like. Outlaw oh, don't country, pretend that's not exactly but, the shit. That, yeah, but I'm also getting like patriot like patriots for life pages that are like complaining about the Little Mermaid and stuff like that, and like um the transgenders oh, well, and stuff and i'm like god damn cowboy it, bro. country yeah i know people who complain I know, about I, know, <laughs> I know but i'm like bro like i what i i guess i don't know maybe because i don't really listen because they're posting memes of like fucking david allen co who says like the n-word and shit like that and i don't listen to david allen co um but everyone, good to put on the yeah. air specifically um, that you do not support or uh, listen to him uh but it's like people in the comment people like the the pages are posting basically um basically they're like stills of this dude and posting pictures it's like Outlaw country, blah 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 blah. And people are like, they don't make them like they used to. Blah 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 blah. Like, Shut the fuck up. You're all so <gasps> annoying. And it's like I, that complaint is so dumb because I'm like, because no one wants it anymore. Yeah, that's why they stopped why making it like they used to. We stopped listening to it. And soon, that's it. You'll you'll all be dead, and nobody. And we'll stop will making people like you yeah. anymore. <laughs> I like outlaw country. Don't get me wrong, but it's. You know, there's a reason it's not, um, it do, it didn't survive. Now, Appalachian, like, folk country, shit like that, like, Outlaw Country's kind of making a revival, but it's more, it's not like, uh, inward this, I'm gonna go do this. It's like dudes telling stories about, like, making deals with the devil and shit like that, which I fully Good support. Good old-fashioned. Yeah. Two men, or one man, with his fiddle, 
laying his life on the yeah, line. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. When, back when music was for men. <laughs> music for fucking men, just slamming that fiddle all over the place. Uh, oh, did you find something to cover this week that doesn't have a bunch of dead bodies? Yeah, I almost covered... Um, I almost covered the, uh, the, 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 the cave one we always talk about with the kids. The Thailand yeah, cave? Yeah, I almost, I almost covered that. wouldn't that. be bad. One dude died. That's They're doing right. a documentary about it. Are they really? Or like, yes, maybe it's they like are. a, yes, no, yes, isn't yes. it a movie? Isn't I, it just like a real movie? I saw the, uh, uh, I saw the ad for that. I was like, hey, I was like, I know that. That's the, that's the cave exploration. I also, last night on the stream, we watched a... Uh, little like so. There's a dude called Fascinating Horror. He's really good at. He's kind of like he's the content that I want to make for YouTube. Oh, it's like Netflix is t- doing a limited series. Oh, are they? That's what it's like, they're yeah, all. Called, they always do yeah. limited series. There's no movie. Yeah. Netflix doesn't put on movies anymore. It's all limited series. Um, <laughs> this dude, Fascinating Horror, he's kind of like content I want to make on YouTube. He makes like five minute stories about stuff that we talk about and everything. And uh, he was talking about. We watched a video last night of him talking about the, um, I think it was called like the Altamond Music Festival or something like that. It was the music festival that they hired the Hells Angels for security. Oh, okay. And it went about as well as you could think. Um, like the Rolling Stones set it up. And you know how I was talking about TanaCon where she was like, yeah, I put it together in like a month. Uh, the Rolling Stones put this music festival together in like two weeks. Um, they changed the venue like five times. And finally, and like 300,000 people showed up. And the new venue wow. they went to, I'm just giving you the cliff notes, was the first one they had chose was great. They were playing at the top of the hill. Everybody was at the bottom of the hill. Fantastic. The last, the venue they ended up playing, they were down at the bottom of the hill and everybody was around them. So you just see like the Rolling Stones or whatever, or like whatever bands, because it was a bunch of like counterculture rock bands playing and the Hells Angels are just sitting at the front of the stage, like looking at everybody and uh, Jefferson Airplane was playing, and a fight broke out. And when the lead singer Jefferson Airplane tried to break it up, a Hell's Angel knocked her the fuck out, and like knocked her out, and went back to it. A big goon punching a lady. Yeah, what a loser. dude. Four people. Fucking... Four people died at that music festival. Like some Man. dude. Some dude tried to cover that. That's what I was. Th- dude, I was like, fuck, man, I should have covered this because some dude we like should have covered it. Uh, his name was Meredith. He tried to get up on a um, tried to get up on a speaker to like get a better view because there was like 300,000 people there and like people were climbing scaffolding like Woodstock 99 shit like that. Yeah, but yeah. he tried to get up on the speaker to get a better view and the Hell's Angels pulled him down and um i and part of me feels like i you know i can't they didn't say for sure but i feel like this beating was also racially motivated because the hell's angels <laughs> aren't exactly known for being the pinnacles of fucking um integrated yeah society. integrated society yeah and so this black dude meredith tries to get up on the speaker box the hell's angels pulls him down and just starts beating the piss out of him with like you know whatever they can find. Like you'll see, you can see photos of them holding like pool sticks and beating people to death with them, um, which start, they brought. It's not like they were yeah, having pool sticks yeah, there; yeah, they yeah. brought those. So they start beating this dude up, and so there's like six of them, six of them kicking the shit out of this guy. So he pulls a gun out of his jacket, and they stab him to death. One guy, guy brought was, a gun. To, oh, yeah. What they, one guy stabbed the the dude to death, and he got acquitted for it as well. Um, 
Claim well, that feels racially motivated. Yeah, I mean, if if the uh, if the initial attack wasn't the guy getting off for stabbing <laughs> yeah, him after beating his yeah, ass, yeah, no, I that's agree. insane. I should have that's covered insane. that. It was it was a crazy ass story. Like the Rolling I mean, Stones, if you did that, that would mean like ten percent of the disasters we covered were this that were about concerts. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I don't, I don't know. I didn't want to. I mean, maybe there's a lot of good stuff. There is. The one we can I, always come back. Yeah, that's true. We can, can always come back. It's good to give a season some rest. People always kind of get tired Blown of an out. idea. Yeah. Yeah, and then we come back to it, and they're like. Hooray. I was talking about my age-old starting a true crime podcast, since you won't do it with me. My boss was like, why don't you do it alone? And I was like, I feel like, I just don't think people want, like, granted, I say that all the time, I don't think people want to listen to me, but, like, they do, obviously. But, like, doing it alone just feels, I don't know, I feel like I, I feel like bouncing off of somebody is easier, but doing it alone is yeah. quite the... That's a lot. It's a lot to take. You, you'd have you couldn't raw cut them. If yeah. you're gonna do it by yourself, you'd have to edit the shit out of it. Yeah, it'd be a lot more work. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still gonna start one. I just gotta find the right co-host since um, the right. Co-host. We're gonna cover. We cover. We keep covering crimes. It and doesn't we're doing a matter. Whole it's not a specific true crime podcast. That's stupid. I have a it's logo trash. and everything, man. You're leaping. You're fucking scooping the goop of the bottom of the internet, and you're like, "You guys want the goop?" And <laughs> there's too much. There's too much goop. I'm not going to be more goop. Way too many true That's crimes. That's fair. Um, I covered um this week. Hey, I you're covered. Going first. I covered something that wasn't really a disaster. It was a disaster, but it was like it's kind of like. Not as funny as the Olympics, but it's still like, why'd you guys even make this? Uh, the Olympics one was good. I actually forgot about that. Yeah. One. Uh, speaking of which, hold on. Let me pull off the, pull up the uh, Wikipedia page for this because there are some things that I need to read off that I didn't put in my notes because I was I finished my notes and I was like, oh, yeah, I should put those things in there, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'll just go back to them. Classic. You know, yeah, you know how it be. Okay, so. Um, yeah, so Goose wanted us to pick disasters where people weren't dying because um, he's a fucking coward. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it would be nice to end the season. Oh, yeah, this is the last episode of the season, by the way. Oh, yeah. If you didn't yeah. know, we forgot we didn't yeah. ask that. We're not and the next season is going to be con artists. True Crimes. Yeah, True Crimes, baby. So... Um, so, uh, it'd be nice to end the season on something that's not incredibly tragic. Um, <laughs> and we're like, and that's all, yeah. folks. <laughs> 800,000 people died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to reference the same thing. Um, so today I'm going to be covering the Son of Beast. The Son of Beast is a roller coaster, um, and... I fucking hate roller coasters. Can't stand them. They freak me out. Don't know why. Oh, really? Well, I didn't know that. I I think what the issue was was I never was allowed to go on them when I was ready. Excuse me. Sorry to burp. Um, my parents forced me to go on them when I was a kid, and that freaked me out. And so um, I just haven't touched them since. My mom made me fucking ride this roller coaster, the Silver Bullet. At uh, Silver Dollar City. Um, and if you don't know what that is, it's basically... You're not from the Midwest. Yeah, it's in Branson, <laughs> Missouri. Just the, It's like Six Flags for Christians. Um, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Um, so the son Stone of... Stone County, Missouri. Yeah, it's not Right, yeah, it's right not next great. to Branson. Yeah. So 
The uh, Son of the Beast had, had been thought up thanks to the RCCA. And for all you fucking roller coaster casuals that don't know your roller coaster info, that is the Roller Coaster Corporation of America. Obviously. And, yeah, obviously. And so that, I did did I tell you about Defunct Land? No, I don't think so. I, YouTube popped him up into my algo and I started watching him and then they showed up a lot and then I watched a ton of them. But he does like these really good like twenty minute videos on defunct uh roller coaster rides. Really? It's awesome. I highly recommend that guy. He is so addictive to fucking just see what went wrong, you know what I mean? I Does thought about it. Is even, he the is he the type of one that does like doesn't show his face, he just shows like slideshows? Yes, he I does love not those. show his I really Although like he ha he's done some special ones where he kinda did, but yeah, for the most yeah, part he does not. That's how face. that's how fascinating horror is. He doesn't he just shows like a slideshow and I'm like, you know what, that really is the way to go. Like, I agree. Agreed. Um so they came up with this idea. What am I hearing? Is it on my end? Is that you? No, it's not you. Um, so, sorry. He, uh, they came up with this idea because they were like, all right, let's build the coolest fucking death trap you've ever seen. And, uh, and settled on it being the first hyper coaster made entirely out of wood. Um, and, yeah. And it would be placed in King's Island. King's Island is an, is an amusement park. Um, you know what's cool is I didn't put where King's Island was. I was just said it's an amusement park. Um, <laughs> Enough questions. Yeah, it's in Ohio. Kings Island Drive, oh. Mason, Ohio. Um, damn, I should have. I don't know why. I just yeah, I don't know why. I just there's a lot of that. good roller coaster parks in the Midwest. Yeah, there we are. Bored, yeah, we bored ain't got people. shit else to do, baby. <laughs> we have to construct our mountains out of steel. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kings Island is the is a music park in Ohio. Not to be confused with the song Kings Park by one of my favorite bands, Law Dispute. That has that banger in the song where he screams, "Can I still get into heaven if I kill myself?" It's got a lot of angst, and we love to see it. Um, I wrote that line in because I thought the the um, amusement park's name was Kings Park, and then I reread it, and I was like, "It's Kings Island," and I was like, "I'm not taking that out. I'm just gonna keep it. <laughs> I don't feel like changing my notes." <laughs> so, um, also for all you fucking. Filthy roller coaster casual fans who aren't even true fans. A hyper coaster is a any complete circuit roller coaster with a height or drop between 200 and 290, 299 feet. It was the Dang. term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Out of wood. Yeah, the term was I coined. I wouldn't get on that. No, I would not either. Uh, was coined by um, aerodynamics. Did I hold on one second? I got to go back real quick. I just I messed up. I accidentally, I had that that thing I was told you I was loading up for. Oh yeah, I I guess I accidentally exited out of it. It's kind of you're about to see why I'm loading it up. Give me a second. Hold on. Oh no, I'm just stupid and it's loaded up on the other laptop, not the one in my hands. Um, so basically, <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically the first hyper coaster that the term was coined by. Uh, aerodynamics and um, and Cedar Point in 1989 with the release of the world's first hypercoaster, the gotta, oh shit, hold on, gotta up this a little bit, just a wee bit, turn that sound up. Okay, here we go. Sorry, this is a build up for a joke I'm about to do. 
with the release of the world's first <sighs> hyper coaster, the Magnum XL 200. Oh, whoops. Oh, I dropped my monster condom that I used for my Magnum Dom. Sorry, I played the Always Sunny. I dropped my monster condom. Yeah, I yeah, figured. Okay, good, good, my good, Magnum good. Dom. Yeah. Uh, so, the, what a. <laughs> Uh, what an oddly sexual name for uh, it's pretty oh, outrageous. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty the Magnum Thruster. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Um. So the part gets ready for the beast to be made as a PR stunt. They place a box along the footpath in the park, and this box is huge. It has a ripped open part that says "Son of Beast," and snarling and growling noises ring from inside as the box shakes violently. When the box is revealed to the audience, it's also accompanied by a list of seven world records that would be broken by the beast when it was erected. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, so those world records would be tallest wooden roller coaster, longest wooden roller coaster drop, fastest wooden roller coaster, only looping wooden roller coaster, longest oh. looping roller coaster, most wooden coaster track at one park, and first and only wooden hyper coaster in the world. Dude, I like roller coasters a lot, and that is too many firsts yeah. for me to get yeah, on. Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. you guys got to figure that True. out. That sounds True. crazy. So like, we're about to make something no one has ever even tried. Yeah. You're like, and it, in this ah. in this day and age, it's like there's probably a reason no one's ever yeah. even tried it. Yeah. So this thing was a disaster from the get go. Problems began to arise straight from the beginning, and as a result, Paramount Parks, the park's then owner fired the RCCA before construction was even completed, and the park had to make several design corrections during uh, SOB's initial year. So, on January 11, 2000, a portion of the ride was damaged due to a strong gust of wind, um, which is not great. Uh, it's not a, great. A strong gust of wind can you gotta damage. You gotta account for there being wind outside sometimes. Yeah, on your wooden <laughs> roller coaster. Um, and then it was later revealed that the second hill in the ride had just collapsed by itself. Uh, <laughs> the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wooden structure. They're just was, coming back out to the site. They're like, Fuck. like, God damn it, bro! This is hard. So the wooden structure was held in place by temporary ribbon support systems, um, which is whatever that is. I would. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound sturdy. Um, and they had just slapped that on a date earlier to be like, all right, we're good. Let's go home. So the ride was planned to open April 14, 2000, but construction had been halted due to rainy weather, thus delaying the opening of the ride. Also in February of 2000, our favorite organization, OSHA, decided to stop by and ended up slapping Paramount with a $110,000 fine after discovering 18 fucking safety violations, including 11 that were deemed serious during two inspections. Um, <laughs> so... So this thing it is, doesn't <laughs> doesn't sound good. Have they ever built one of these? I things don't think before? so. <laughs> mm. So um, this thing is a nightmare from the get go. Construction is being halted and delayed on numerous occasions. OSHA is even like, yeah, that thing is fucked. So Paramount goes back to the drawing board and is basically like, okay, we need to completely redesign this thing so it's safer for the people constructing it and it's safer safer. Sorry for uh, park attendees, and so no one gets seriously injured. That's a lie. They didn't do any of that. They were like, fuck it. We're just going to yeah. go ahead with the project. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. We don't want to spend All any right. more money on it. 
So, um, uh, son of beast. They're like, it just like sucks to keep buying yeah, stuff yeah. for this. We're losing money. What if we money? just didn't? Just, let's just not do that. Just right. open it let's how it not- is. So, um, I'm looking at right now the those two. Oh God, those two uh, shelves, you know, that are by my door, uh, by the cat tree. Wargy uh-huh. is sleeping on top of them, which usually Toothless sleeps up there, and like Toothless is up there right now, standing over the cat, Wargy, and I'm like, I feel like something bad is about to happen. He's about to power like, bomb. She's a, yeah, she's about to like give her the hands. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, SOB opens to the public April 28th, 2000. It operated with three trains of six cars, holding a total of 36 passengers. Literally the day after the ride opened, officials discovered defects on a 15-foot-long section of the track, and the ride is closed down for repair work. Um, so we're off to a great start. How long did you say? A day. It was open for a day. Okay. Um, okay. So the ride undergoes... Probably should not have been opened yeah, at all. exactly. So the ride undergoes three weeks of repairs and reopens May 26th of that same year. From the rip, the Beast had a reputation of being a, quote, rough ride, to put it lightly. Uh, fucking jerking riders all over the place, uh, violent turns, they would get, you know, people were fucking dealing with, like, whiplash and shit like that, and this was due to a plethora of structural issues. The only smooth part of the ride was the vertical loop. Up oh, there it is. She, she giving her oh, hands? they're fucking going at it. Hey! Oh, it sounds like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Someone's about to lose an eye Dude, again. Yeah, Toothless, you've gotten your ass kicked so many... You've got permanent injuries from fighting, and you still do it. I don't understand. Um, so, the only smooth part of the ride was the vertical loop. Uh, so, in November of 2000, Kings Island files a lawsuit against the three companies involved in making and designing the roller coaster claiming defects that delayed the initial reopen the initial opening and resulted wait, in Wait, wait, look. She's going to pass by. This is the cat. It's it's a rare sighting. Oh, nice. That look is, at her. She's yeah, little. Got, Turn she her this some, way. She got some toe yeah. beans on her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at it. Very look at tiny. Yeah, that opposable. thing is. Yeah, she has got thumbs, dude. She's got thumbs. That's going to be she a dangerous cat. She literally has thumbs. That it's is, insane. That's opposable. Yeah, that's going to be a dangerous cat. Yeah, she's uh, wild. Anyway, sorry. No, I'm never going to get another shot. No, it is important. It's an important yeah. reason to stop the pod. Um, <laughs> so they filed a lawsuit with the three companies involved in making and designing the roller coasters, claiming that defects oh. had delayed the initial opening and resulted in multiple closures. And in 2005, a federal court ruled that the roller coaster roller coaster company of Ohio's insurer had to pay Kings Island $20 million in damages, but that ruling was overturned by an appeals court in 2008. Um, so... Oh, shit. Yeah. So, around 2006, they decided to shorten the length of the train cars from 6 to 5. The ride then experiences its first major accident on July 9th of that same year, which sent 27 people to the hospital. Um, so, this accident stemmed from a structural failure in the, quote, Rose Bowl section of the ride. Uh, this this failure created a, like, slight dip in the track, that created a pothole effect. So a train um, runs, you know, train running on the track passed over the area and severely jolted its riders from like right to left or whatever. And when the train returned to the station, the riders complained about injuries, and the next train that was cresting the hill was halted and brought down at a very slow pace. 
in total, 27 people went to the hospital reporting head and neck injuries, and all but Ooh. yeah, all but all but two were released that same day. Um, like the uh, at Worlds of Fun, uh, there is the Timberwolf, which is a wood roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. And uh, have you been on it? I don't. You don't like roller coasters. I've actually never been to Worlds of Fun, but is it one of the ones that just loops up and down like that? Yeah, it's pretty normal, yeah. but it is really rough, and it is in fact so rough that my first loose tooth was from the Timberwolf smashing my face on the <laughs> pad in front of me. Damn, it dude. was it was so rough, and I was so yeah. small, and I was at the back of it. I oh my smashed yeah. into it, and I had a loose tooth right after. I something about pr- so like. That's, that one's, like, fine. It's never been shut down. It's been around forever. So I'm like, this is the biggest one, and it's yeah, wood, yeah. and it's shitty. It's, like, it sounds like a nightmare. Maybe there's a reason we don't build wooden roller coasters anymore. Uh, they seem not like a smart move. Um, so yeah. 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 Luckily, none of the injuries were life-threatening, and after an inspection the following day, the park stated that the accident was caused by a split in the wood. So the ride was shut down for an extended period of time while the park worked with the state of Ohio to complete a full investigation. The park ended up completing repairs of the ride, but the state asked for an extensive testing to be done to ensure this would not happen again. The park indicated that the ride would not reopen until the 2007 season. After this incident, the trains were the trains for the ride were actually replaced with lighter models uh, before the ride reopened, they got them from a scrapped roller coaster called the Hurricane Category 5 from Myrtle Beach Pavilion. Uh, these lighter trains would help reduce the overall load on the wooden structure, and to help the lighter trains complete the circuit, the loop was removed in January of 2007. And so it doesn't even have the fucking loop no, now. Yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, and it was just terrifying. Yeah, fucking a wooden insane loop? thing to nah, do. I'm good. So That's the, smart. the park claimed the changes helped make the ride more comfortable, and Son of Beast reopens July 4th, 2007. So, on July 16th, 2009, the Beast sees its second major accident. A woman claimed to have suffered a head injury from riding Son of Beast during her visit to the park on May 31st, 2009. She claimed to have suffered from a burst blood vessel in her brain after riding Son of Beast that required admission to an intensive care unit at a nearby hospital. PR manager Don Helbig stated, quote, The first we heard of this was on June 16th. Her visit was on May 31st, and there's no record of going to first aid or anything here at the park. He went on, he went on to point out that there was no other injuries on the ride that year, but Son of Beast was shut down as a precaution. And uh, during the investigation, Helbig stated, quote, At this point, it would be inappropriate to speculate on the exact date the ride may reopen. We're going to do a thorough maintenance review. We're going to... And we're going to be working with the state of Ohio on that. Um, so the investigation had been completed, and no irregularities were found in this on the ride. But despite the findings, the fate of the ride remained in the air uh, for years to follow. So on March fifteenth, two thousand, really, yeah. So March fifteenth, two thousand ten, general manager of Kings Island, Greg Sheed, said that the park had spent nearly thirty million dollars on the ride to date, and that it would not reopen for the two thousand ten season. However, during the two thousand ten Halloween Haunt event, the Son of Bee Station, not the ride, just the station, was open for a haunted house, though the ride itself was not open. Two thousand eleven and two thousand twelve, the park announces that there are no plans to reopen the uh, the beast for uh, either season, and they are still evaluating their options. 
No, uh, they're not. Yeah, no. It's dead. It's a wooden structure that's been sitting out in the rain for Dude, fucking yeah, it, years. It, it's like, you really... I don't understand, like... Just say it. Why are they not yeah, just admitting Because there was closed? a lot of... Uh, um, there was a lot of... You know, them being like, we may, you know, they were pretty forward about it, though. They were like, we don't have any plans. We don't know what we're doing. Like, just stick with us. But on How July, does all of that happen over the course of the timeline for the lawsuit that got overturned? So, so the, um, the lawsuit happened. Let me see. Where was it again? Um, Oops, sorry. Yeah, dang. Um, appeals court, appeals court, appeals court. Initial years, series during two inspections, redesign. So the appeals court overturned that lawsuit in 2008. Um, so we are a couple years after that. Um, but the actual, oh, the first, wow, okay, yeah, so... Wow, the first. I, I thought really, maybe that it was like it was staying up because of the lawsuit stuff, but no. Uh, <laughs> um, the first ruling that they had to pay all that money was in 2005. Um, so finally, on July 27, 2012, Kings Island announced that the Son of Beast would be removed from the park to make room for future expansions. Demolition began mid-September 2012, and during the demo, Kings Island sold plaques with a piece of the rights track for $99.99. Park officials also offered pieces of the wooden structure for $49.99 and structural bolts for $24.99. On November 20th, one of the last remaining parts of the structures were demolished. A new roller coaster called the Banshee was completed in 2014. Not nearly as sexy of a yeah, name. Yeah, I know. And, uh, Hardly aroused. Yeah, and it's in the same location um... It's in the same location that once the the Son of Beast once occupied, a tombstone with the plaque honoring Son of Beast was placed in the mock graveyard near the entrance of the new roller coaster. And that is the story of the incredibly... What a stupid the, piece the, of shit yeah, that thing was. The incredible it's, failure of the Son of Beast. Uh, it, that counts as a disaster. It's a disastrous business decision, for sure. Yeah, I just a wooden roller coaster doesn't sit well with me. That was good coverage. That was pretty much how Defunct Land does it. Yeah, so pretty much. Yeah, it's nice. Check out my uh, YouTube the, channel. <laughs> uh, the yeah, wooden roller coaster to go so big on so yeah, many. Like you could have just done like two of the world records. You know, just longest. I that just, would probably yeah. be the safest. I just don't trust it. I wouldn't trust it. I'm no. sorry. I couldn't do it. But do you? Are you afraid of heights? Uh, yeah, to an extent, like. I can be up in high places, but there's a point where I'm like, this isn't great. I don't like this. What, what, like, uh, you know, you could probably stand on the balcony, uh, you know, a balcony at 10 or 30 stories, yeah, right? and be good. Or you couldn't stand on the roof of a three-story building? I could stand on the roof of a three-story building. I think, okay. it, like, excess. I don't know what it is about roller coasters. They just freak me out. And again, I think that's more, I just haven't ridden one since I was forced to ride one as a kid, so I think it's just, like, childhood. How long? Fear. How it's, Like, it's how many years are you talking? It's been a while. Like, that's I was like, so insane. Like, just get on one. At least we li- a decade. You live next to Worlds of Fun. I know. Just go do it. It'll be a great uh, vlog. Well, there vlog was material. Yeah, or you could stream the whole thing. There was uh, one year the county fair uh, when I was living in Oklahoma. I did decide to go like so. Just rides in general freak me out. Like 
any ride that makes you go upside down and shit like that freaks me out. Um, so I did. I did. <laughs> Mr. Actually, Spooky Boy yeah, can't yeah. even be turned over. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so I, but I did go on like I think this ride's called the Tomahawk, and it's like the two. Cars. Tomahawk is rad. Yeah, where it goes. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure I could stand a roller coaster. I just haven't. You should been do anywhere. it and live stream it. Can That'd you be do a good that from idea. your phone? Yeah, you get a lot of. You could hype it up for a while. Yeah, or or I mean, I could also. I need to find my GoPro and vlog the shit out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's some content there. Harvest your fears yeah. from delicious <laughs> internet dopamine. Delicious internet dopamine. What are you covering? Um, well. I'm glad that you covered uh, a business decision because mine was also a business decision. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm covering a uh, new Coke from, from okay. Coca-Cola. I remember you. I remember you telling me that. Uh, the I wanted to cover something for the like you said at the end of the season that wasn't such an intense bummer as True. the Beirut explosion. True. Um, and I, there was actually I saw an update of that. There's been like several people have been robbing. Or sticking up the banks to get their own money out because the banks are only open like an hour a day what? and there's a restriction on how much money they can withdraw. Dude, and rocky. yeah, yeah, uh, one person like took hostages and people in the city were like, "I support this yeah. man." Like, Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's Damn. like bad. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, but <laughs> the last one in a similar decision uh, or a similar content was when I covered the Pepsi ad campaign yeah. where they jokingly offered that Harrier jump jet in season 11, episode seven. And you guys should rate review, download all that stuff. That guy deserves always forget to say that at the beginning. Yeah. That guy deserved his jet. I agree. I mean, fuck you, Pepsi. Just yeah. do it. You, you think how cool in, that'd be. You put it in the ad. You should. Well, the funny in. thing is, at the time, the military was still using it, so, like, you kind of can't get that's a fair. good version of it. It'd be like if they put, like, an F-35 yeah, in a Pepsi commercial fair. now, and you're like, well, just give you one. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I got my sources. Snopes actually had... I don't know how old Snopes is, but they said they wrote this in 99, and it was a really good, like, article. It really? wasn't, like, just the shitty Snopes, like you know rebuttal rebuttal or whatever yeah so they had a really good article about it uh i see in the ictt was some website that was like chicago based and it had a lot of good info and then history.com coca-cola new york times and i found a, a, a wapo one too nice were all my sources so um instead of i got mine from wikipedia i'm sorry i didn't say that stop admitting that (laughs) come on you gotta go to other sources well i mean Uh, i it there everything you needed to know was there it was like i i always use wikipedia to build the bones and then i go look for sources for the other stuff nine times out of ten i think very rarely has there ever been a story where i just strictly look at wikipedia that's like one maybe two I mean, like, the, some of the stuff's just too obscure to yeah. really have any yeah. shit on Wikipedia. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, I covered Pepsi last time, so I'm going to cover their arch nemesis, Coca-Cola, uh, and the disastrous campaign of New Coke. So nice. as you guys probably already knew or figured, uh, if you're an American listening to this, Coca-Cola has enjoyed a fairly dominant position in the cola market through most of the 20th century. By 1950, it was approximately 60% of the cola market, but by the 1980s, they were at less than 25%. Uh, they'd, they'd stayed pretty flat, if not falling, for the last uh, 15 years. 
And some of that ground was taken up by RC. Shout out, because I love RC. And uh, But most of it was taken up by Pepsi. Uh, another factor of that was because diet sodas and non-colas were starting to get pretty big, which was segmenting the market. But these were still sold by Coke, but that like wasn't good enough for them fair and so because a profitable business isn't good unless they're just like dominating yeah, the market yeah, yeah. i i guess they're like oh no our other parts of our business are doing so good yeah. i'm like okay <laughs> i don't right, know how to sure. run a business clearly yeah. um the runaway success of diet coke was one of the biggest things killing the coke market share so really? diet coke was getting huge and less people were drinking normal coke because oh of it. shit and they're like panicking i'm like what the fuck like is i don't yeah <laughs> i don't get it i don't understand <laughs> i feel like my you know business nerds came to me and i was in charge of this company and they're like coke is declining i was like oh no what's happening and they're like everyone's drinking diet coke i'm like we're still making. What, you, what are you talking what do you about? Need from yeah. Me? yeah. What do you want? I'm going to go back to playing golf because that's all yeah. CEOs do. Uh, Diet Coke was huge, actually, uh, eventually rising to the third most popular soft drink in the American markets. But like I said, this meant people were not drinking Coke anymore. So Pepsi was gaining in the sugar cola market because they didn't have any delicious Diet Pepsi yet. I didn't really want to get into Pepsi's rise uh, too much because I have covered a little bit, but yeah. a big thing going on at the time was the Pepsi Challenge. And it was they, a big ad campaign that they had launched where they would have people take these impromptu blind taste tests at malls and they would choose which one they liked more. And they're like, oh, it's this one. And it was Pepsi. And that was the whole ad. And uh, it was a pretty big like cultural thing at the time. And... I don't know why I've been so interested in uh, like business history. I always explain it to my girlfriend is like if you understand American businesses and their history, you understand American history yeah. yep. and our culture because yep. America just is the culture of these businesses. That is true. So uh, a big reason that that test worked so well was because Pepsi is designed. Pepsi, first of all, just has more sugar in it, uh, but it is. It has a flavor profile designed to be sweeter upon first drink. And Coca-Cola's flavor profile is not as sweet up front because it's designed to be better over the course of the drink. It's a sipping drink. Ah. So, you know, yeah, Pepsi set up these tests to be like, mm, tastes good, but if you get to the fucking end of the bottle, most people like Coke. Yeah. But that's not how ads or facts work, so it doesn't matter. Uh, it was devastating to Coke, and... Um, a big reason Coke didn't want Pepsi to get more market share was because then Pepsi could say uh, not only did people prefer the taste of Pepsi more, but more people drank it. Yeah. And they thought – I guess they thought that would be like a more devastating yeah, ad yeah, campaign. Yeah. Uh, such a like uh, high weird politics Dude, I don't, in that yeah, war, I, you know? Not, something I don't think I'll ever like, understand. like, what if Pepsi starts telling people yeah. more people <laughs> drink it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I think know. you'll be okay. Uh, so they started a project to redesign Coca-Cola. And the 40-year project was dubbed Project Kansas, actually, as a tribute to this famous photo of William Allen White, who was a Kansas newspaper editor, drinking a Coke that they'd used for an ad campaign for a long time. He had once described Coke as a, quote, sublimated essence of all that America stands for. What? A decent thing, honestly made, universally distributed, conscientious, conscientiously approved with the years. And I was like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. America is its businesses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. America, that is very true. 
America is his business. Coke is fucking selling itself as a heart of America and Americana, and we just believe it, you know? And another fun fact was uh, from that article, that was the one that was a weird I-C-I-N-I-C-T-T website because they had a fun fact about how the first woman to be featured in a Coke ad was Hilda Clark, who was from Leavenworth, Kansas, and she was uh, the face of Coke from 1895 to 1903. Weirdly, Kansas is a little influential in Coca-Cola's history. America's timeline is now AC and BC. Uh, oh okay, yeah before coke and after coke. Yeah, yeah absolutely i mean that's like actually a real thing yeah now. i completely yeah. agree I and mean, i would also argue you could make the same you could make a different time scale for before mcdonald's and after mcdonald's oh yeah no, absolutely. mcdonald's changed america so um they made diet coke when, when they made diet coke they started from the bottom to make a whole new flavor because they didn't want to sub in fake sugars into yeah. the coke flavor but when they were making new Coke, they did the opposite. They just took Diet Coke, took out the artificial sweeteners, put in some delicious corn juice, and uh, tinkered with the flavor for about a year. Smoother and sweeter, they thought they had a winner, and they even did uh, taste tests that beat out the old Coke and Pepsi. So they're like, boom, nailed it. Fucking okay, nailed it. Got it. Uh, problem was, what to do with old Coke? If they run both flavors pepsi will beat both of them out and they just can't let them have that dub (laughs) even if both are successful for whatever fucking reason so uh they decide to discontinue old coke when they launch new coke so they're like we are fixing coca-cola fixing it what what Uh, what they should have done is just put new coke on the market without any rebranding and see if people liked it and if they did like it be like (laughs) here it is (laughs) we didn't do shit oh how about that you liked it yeah Yeah, that's really funny um so they launched the new flavor it is a huge success and it dominates the soda market and pepsi immediately loses half of its market share did you believe it no no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, it was, was a disaster. Like, I, it was I, a massive fucking disaster. At first, I was at first, I was like, really, and then for and then like a split second later, I was like, you're lying. <laughs> yeah, it was a disaster. Else, we wouldn't be talking about yeah, it. True. Um, just think about it. This is what I was talking about. Sure, it wins in the stupid science bitch test, but Coca Cola just spent eighty fucking or no ninety nine years convincing Americans that Coke was integral yeah. to their American identity. It's true. And weave themselves into the fabric of American culture, and after ten decades, they're telling everyone that shit sucks, yeah. and they need to fix yeah, it. Yeah, you need the new one now. Absolute travesty. It's insane. It's like telling white Americans in the Midwest that milk is not something you eat with or drink with spaghetti, and True. they're just like, "No, that's our identity. <laughs> that's, that's wrong." <laughs> Don't want to listen uh, to your stupid science bitch word. <laughs> so. uh Let's see. Oh, yeah. So Coke really wasn't sure how many people would switch from old Coke to new Coke. And that was the biggest variable of this whole project. They did not know. So this was in large part due to the secrecy of the project. As they were creating Coke, they didn't want to risk any leaks. Or sorry, as they were creating new Coke, they didn't want to risk any leaks of the project. So they didn't ask any of the test subjects if they would like it as a replacement for old Coke. There it is. They had... 200,000 test subjects and no one was asked that question. Dude, just make point. them sign a, sign a fucking NDA or something. What's wrong with I that? I mean, if, you can't test it with 200,000 people yeah. and expect that to hold, yeah, though. And yeah, yeah. 
you know, they're in this war with Pepsi, and they can't risk their fucking lefts getting out before the right. That's slam, true. You know? That's true. Um, completely off topic. There's two things oh, okay. that I meant to say in the beginning. Um, one, do you know how you know, like the worst part of my day is when I get done streaming, like at 5 a.m. on Thursday morning, and I go sit down. And I'm getting ready to like go to bed, and then I'm like, "Oh fuck the podcast!" So I have to get up, walk back into my office, export it, upload it. I'm just like the war, and like all this could be mitigated by me doing it before you know the last. We used minute. to. We I mean, when to. I was there, you would do it as soon as we were done. But now that I'm not, you're like, "Fuck yeah!" That. Now, I'm, now I'm allowed to fucking slack off as much as I want. And two. And two, if you hear me say a fucking phrase more than three times during the podcast, why don't you need to say something? <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. You got to watch out for there it is. That's yeah, another yeah. one that you can slip into a True. little bit much. But saying, I meant to talk to you before if we needed a procedure for yeah, clearing yeah, yeah, you yeah. some of those. Uh, because, but it's also because it's like, I didn't really notice while we were doing it. Yeah. It was when I was listening to it, I was like, damn. Yeah, because I, I was lot. listening to it the other day, the, the <laughs> Tanacon one, and I was like, God, I said blah 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 like a and and part of it was there was just so much dialogue in those conversations that i was like i'm not putting all this in there and i'm glad that you skipped that yeah, yeah, yeah. like and, it, we didn't need to go it, over yeah in me saying blah 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 was a kind of like a way for me to say there's more dialogue in this but i don't feel like going over it because it's not incredibly important but uh yeah, yeah and it was funny because i was thinking as i was like noticing that you were saying it i was like well it kind of gives the impression that we're missing something. Yeah. But then I listened to the whole episode and I was like, no, yeah. that was very thorough. We, there was, we did not need any more shit. We out need, of those to, we need to make like a button for like uh, <laughs> a uh, saying one phrase too many times button. That's like an alarm to, or I can do like a hand. Signal yeah, or something. yeah. I'll go like this. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be very clear. Yeah. <laughs> if I just do that out of the blue. Fair. Uh, Some everything everywhere all at once style. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. So they had the 200,000 test projects. No one was asked, well, would you switch to new yeah. Coke if we got rid of the old Coke? So on April 23rd, 1985, they stopped the production of Old Coke and began producing New Coke after 99 years of the old flavor. Some, quote, some may choose to call this the boldest single marketing move in the history of the packaged good business, uh, CEO Roberto Gozietta said. We simply call it the surest move ever made. I don't know about Coca -Cola, that. Coca-Cola president Donald, I actually didn't look, it's K-E-O-U-G-H, so we're going to call him Donald Koff, echoed the certainty. I've never been as confident about a decision as I am about the one we're announcing today. <laughs> Words said moments before disaster, dude. Oh my god. It was, I was like... To say it so yeah. clearly. You're really, like, he was basically like, I take responsibility for this decision. Tough. tough. It was uh, also rumored that Gozietas asked the original CEO of Coca-Cola or told him about this plan and got his approval. But a lot of the insiders at Coca-Cola think that the old CEO was a very old man and yeah. didn't really understand what his actual plan was with the new Coke That's and fair. don't think that he would have been about ending yeah. his no. fucking old recipe. Yeah, Absolutely not. Uh, 
Um, in the business world, this is widely regarded as one of the most infamous business decisions of all time. Like, this is the fucking Hyatt Hotel of business decisions, where everyone gets taught about it. It's a business 101. Like, remember when Coca-Cola yeah. tried to just change its flavor? And thought uh, everybody would be on board. Just be yeah. fine with it. <laughs> um, so people obviously fucking hated it. Um, Coca-Cola used to get before this was announced, about 400 calls a day uh, on its customer service hotline. And as soon as this was announced, it got 1,500 calls a day. Damn. And by June, which was only a couple months later, it was at 8,000 calls a day and Jesus had to hire extra Christ. operators. <laughs> had to hire extra operators just to handle the influx. People were bitching at Anyone related to Coca-Cola, the security guards of the Coca-Cola buildings were getting yelled at about this decision. <laughs> neighbors were yelling at their neighbors over the fucking Coca-Cola Dude, if, decision. If there's anything, if there's anything you don't do with Americans, it's replace their high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> I mean, really though, this is a testament to like businesses weaving themselves into our fabric and like you you can't change it now yeah, you, you know what i mean deviate. like americans are so bad at change they yeah. feel so entitled to these fucking things uh and that's not even it so one person wrote the ceo uh he, he wrote this is so funny he titled it um like Mr. Dodo CEO <laughs> and they actually delivered it to him which he was pissed off about. He's like, how dare yeah. you? Uh, and um, they asked him for his autograph because in years his signature as one of the dumbest executives in American <laughs> business history would be worth a fortune. Oh, which my is God. funny because it's true. That's, that's incredible. History.com quote and this is exactly what I was just talking about. I don't think I'd be more upset if you were to burn the flag in our front yard, <laughs> one disgruntled drinker wrote to the company's headquarters. <laughs> you Jesus. see that red up yeah. on the flag? That's Coca-Cola, yeah, brother. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. And the blue is for Bud yeah. Light. <laughs> um, some even stockpiled old Coke upon hearing the news. There's, uh, I saw this in like a bunch of articles. So that one man in San Antonio went and bought a thousand dollars of Coca-Cola from a local bottler, which is like twenty seven hundred bucks now. But I mean, that's a lot. That's of Coke. a lot of fucking Coke. I don't know how long that's gonna be shelf stable. I wonder if he was just selling it. Like you could probably make a ton of money. In the initial yeah. like scramble of them being like, "This is the new flavor. We're not bringing the old one back." He probably could have made. A, he might have made there, a fortune on it. There was even um, a big. I didn't get it too much in their uh, politics or like research of it because there was like a whole side story about how their syrup pricing changed with all of this, and like a lot of the people who bought the syrups were pissed off that they changed Coke too because they're like, "We don't want to fucking deal with this." Yeah, like, people are gonna be so mad to see this. That's fair. Um, uh, from a New York Times article at the t from from that was written like in 1985, it was so fucking funny. Uh, this one dude set up this group called Old Cola Drinkers of America and dedicated to bringing back the flavor. And he got like 60,000 phone calls in support of it. Damn. Uh, he, Mr. Mullins was the guy. This is a quote from the article: "Is preparing a mass mailing offering." Uh, offering memberships and old cola drinkers at $5 a piece and said he expects to spend $30,000 of his own money on the group's telephone bills and printing expenses. He has received less than 1500 in donations. 
And I was like, what the fuck yeah. are you guys doing? Dude, they're fucking really... Dude, I did not riot in the streets over Altoid Sours being retired. And although and those to were this great. day, 15, 20 years later, I am still upset yeah, about it. still disgruntled. Uh, I thought I saw someone made... There was this hard candy company that made synthesis of these exact candies. I think I know what you're talking about. I feel like oh, I've yeah, seen it, that. Yes, here it was. Cheese Ches Bros? It's Chez C-H-E-S. Bros. I'm gonna buy some of these. See if they're exactly, I'm gonna buy some exactly yeah. like the old ones. Dude, my mouth is like salivating yeah, at the, the thought of these. I was obsessed the with these. The I, like, all-time candy right there. Um... But yeah, I didn't riot a uh, fucking Altoid, although I did consider writing them about it. Yeah. I was like, you know, I don't know. This is fucked up. And the also, I am a firm believer that Altoid has changed its base mint flavor. I don't know if that's true, but I am obsessive about eating mints. I eat all kinds of mints all the time, every day. I true. love mints. True. And I... You know that at one point Altoids used to be like eye-wateringly minty, yeah, and now they taste like fucking chalk candy, like the that you get in the uh, Valentine's Day boxes. Yeah, yeah. But the they make that in the smaller ones that are more expensive. Of course, they make like Altoids supers, which I love, and I actually buy an eight pack of them and keep them in my car at all times. But I think that they. They cheaped out the old one and then made a more premium yeah, one that tastes yeah. like it. And that's it what it sounds me off. That sounds like the plausible explanation for it. To be honest, like, uh, that sounds like something that would be done. Yeah. in the market. Uh, but imagine if Coke just tried to do this. Yeah. Like I don't think I don't. I think they wouldn't have got away with it. No, I think it wouldn't people go. Would have well. noticed. There were actually protests about this, and they had like demonstrations where they would pour new Coke like in the streets. And I was like, guys, you bought. Yeah, you bought that. You bought the you new bought Coke. This. I don't. I don't get it. I don't really get it. Um, and they actually that group end up getting big enough that they tried to bring a lawsuit, a, a consumer lawsuit against Damn. Coke to bring back the old flavor. It's one of those things. It's like the whole Nike thing where when they you know did the Colin Kaepernick commercial and people were like, "I'm gonna burn my Nike shirts and shoes." It's like you bought it anyways. <laughs> you already paid for it, idiot. Like do whatever you want with it. Plus, like all of the whiny conservatives are like running out of products to own because like they, they, especially when Carhartt was like, "We, you have to be vaccinated to work here." Yeah, I was like, yeah, "Y'all yeah. gonna burn yeah, them? Yeah, what you, are you gonna do it? What are you guys gonna do now? What are you gonna wear?" <laughs> like I just wear Sam's Club clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> exclusively <laughs> members dude. mark. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, a lot of classic Coke fans. I saw this in a bunch of articles too, saying that it seemed to have less fizz. And it was a uh, lot sweeter and tasted more like Pepsi. And I've always not liked Pepsi because I thought it tasted flat from the beginning. And I, I think that's exactly what Coke was trying to do. I, I think they were trying to taste like Pepsi. Yeah, I could see that. I don't really, I'm not like, I'm not like an avid Pepsi enjoyer. Very Pepsi's gross. Very rarely will I have like a, a moment where I'm like, I really want Pepsi right now. But it is, it is about 
you know, yeah, it's about. Everything. I fell for it, and it, it wasn't good. Dude, yeah. It wasn't good. It's about- and the thing is, I I don't like drink a lot of soda, but I can drink a lot of Coke because yeah. I love Coke. Yeah. But I got to like this far on the Pepsi, and I was like, I feel gross. I hate these fucking things. Pepsi is so gross. There's this weird. Um, there's this weird week out of like the summer that I've noticed. It happens to me, and it happens to my half brother, where. We just, for some reason, crave, like, Coke and then milk. Like, not together, obviously, but, like, Coke and milk. It's, like... But together? Maybe yeah, you're ma- on to something, some, man. Uh, some milk. Some <laughs> yeah, no. Some kilk. Yeah, some good old kilk, brother. Uh, the... When I was doing the research for this, I... Uh, doing the research, I sat down to go play video games at the end of the day, and I was like, I want a Coca-Cola so <laughs> bad right now. And I, I actually went and got one. I was Dude. like, and it was it was a banger. I was Integrated. like, fuck. It's in our DNA I, now. It, it really it is. is. And I don't, I really try to not buy soda, but I do yeah. love Coca-Cola. It's like, fair. Because it's, it's delicious, and, and the can is red. The I've can actually, is red. I've actually started cutting down on my Mountain Dew Kickstarts. Um, that's good only allowing myself to either have like because usually i'll drink like three or four of these fuckers a day and now i'm only i'm only let myself have one or two of them two at the most and that's like pushing it um do you feel withdrawal from only having dude i mean the thing and like all i replace them with uh just another energy drink obviously but i replace them with with the uh the monster like zeros like no calories no carbs no anything um, because you got You can't just stop cold turkey. You got to wean yourself off of them, dude. Um, I don't think I've ever seen you drink water. I'm trying to think. I'm like imagining you with like a water bottle or like a <laughs> cup of water, and I, I, I do simply that. don't see it. I do. If you do this, it, it, to me, obviously you're holding a yellow. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's what it is. I do, just not as much as I should. You drink water like a cat, yeah, which is pretty much wrong. That's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Uh, anyway, there was, oh yes, I still got a little bit left, but Bill Cosby ended his longtime advertising for Coca-Cola, claiming that the commercials praising the superiority of the new formula had hurt his credibility. Damn. And I bet Coke was like, you know, in retrospect, that was at least one upside to this. (laughs) Because what if he just stayed on as the Coke guy for like 10 more years? That'd be hard to shake. Not good. Um, in their defense... Drink uh, the new Coke did win more taste tests than Pepsi and even old Coke. But when the people found out that they chose the brand that wasn't their favorite, they would get mad yeah, about it. Yeah, of course they And would. I'm like, I'm like, Coke, you are so close to the answer. All that matters is the brand. It, you know, like this, like that's it. They want to drink Coca Cola, yep. and you're saying this isn't Coca Cola; it's new Coke. And I'm like, you have reset their identity, and. Think about all of how all of this is happening about a Coca-Cola drink and how people feel about trucks and their fucking cell phones, yep. you know, and fucking what clothes they wear. I'm like, this is insane to me. And, and I mean, if there's one thing we know about good old Americans is that when their identity is threatened by something, it is it is the worst well, thing that could ever oh, happen. And But their identity is only the fucking garbage yeah. they buy. Yeah, it makes it, me so mad. American, I like I even from a young age. From a pretty young age, like seventh or eighth grade, I was like, I don't really get why I would wear clothes that are just logos. Yeah, I'm literally a billboard. It's and one of the for, like. 
It's I don't of, wear clothes with logos on them because of that. It's one of the uh, if I'm wearing a shirt, it's usually like a graphic tee of like something. Yeah, those, those are like, fine. Yeah, it's one of the problems I have with like black craft. Like I have a lot of black craft clothing. Oh, and I, and I, to, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I try to buy the ones that don't have their fucking logo plastered all over it. It is literally like they are literally the worst when it comes to that because it and I, like yeah. Luckily, their name is like somewhat cool so it kind of just blends in with the t-shirt but like i buy a lot of their joggers just because they're really comfortable and i like the colors they put out but they like every t-shirt i look at i'm like all right let's see which t-shirt has the smallest logo of theirs they've put Dude, on. Dude, when i see like this one i just pulled this from google like it makes me cringe i'm like oh my god it just says it right on the front of the fucking shirt like that's why i, I don't like like north face is okay because they tend to keep it small yeah. But I still don't. I really don't like that kind of shit. Yeah, and especially because it becomes a thing where people literally are like, you got to buy like Uggs and North Face yeah, or this, yeah. port, you know, iPhone. I'm not trying to list just lady things, but those but, are all the brand. Yeah, yeah. You know but, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the T-shirt that you you sent me was like basically like that's what I try to not like not yeah. go for. Um, yeah. Something that does not. Have I like their Express logo. shirts because they don't put their logos yeah. on anything. I think that's tight. I just, I don't know. And, like, to see how challenged people are when something changes about it. Like, you know, I always see on, like, our Tinder, on this Tinder subreddit. Yeah. It pops up probably, like, every other week of someone getting rejected because they text from an Android. Yeah, yeah, which and is I'm so like, dumb. And I'm like, holy fuck, so you're such a loser if and you're I, doing that And shit. I love people that are like, well, I just don't fucking hang out with broke people, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, bro, nine times you're out of ten, if you've of got shit. a fucking iPhone, you are poor as hell, too. And, and I mean, first of all, we're all poor, brother. Yeah. All yeah. of us are. And, and, like, you're not, you're literally LARPing as a rich person yeah. if you buy buying an iPhone. And, like, also, there's lots of Android phones that cost a lot of money, like, tons. That are very like, nice and very expensive. And I also think it's, I mean, obviously, it's just shitty if you're, like, you don't have money and yeah. I don't like you. That's like, all, what yeah, the that's fuck is very wrong with fucking you? shitty of you. Like, yeah, like, that's outrageous. I, my phones are the perfect nexus of, like, like how much you can get done with a phone for how much they cost. Yeah. Like I never buy a phone more than like five or 600 bucks. Cause they're a consumable good. That's going to get dinged up and shit. And I'm like, it's crazy to buy a thousand dollar phone. And, all the and time. something's in something instantly better is going to come out in less than a year. Less than yeah, so I mean, and especially because your new phone will be worth so much less in just a year. Like, yeah, if you just wait a yeah. year, you can buy a 2020 phone or whatever, yeah, like, for so much cheaper. I mean, the only reason I have my S21 Plus Ultra is because I got a decent deal on it because my brother worked at Verizon at the time, and also like. I take a lot of pictures for, like, the internet and stuff, so I'm like, I need something with a decent camera. Yeah. But if I didn't have those issues, it was like, I I would not spend. Yeah, I mean, you keep your phone for a few years, like, whatever. Yeah. I, that shit just blows my mind. But, um, the anyway, back to Pepsi. So, Coke's, or Coke, Coke's stock dropped upon the news of this being released. Like, this new Coke came out, and everybody was like, they're fucked. And Pepsi gave all of its employees the day off, Declaring victory Dude, with, hell with yeah. newspaper ads that said, after 87 years of going at it, eyeball to eyeball, the other guy just blinked. Damn. I was like, what? Damn. They're out here running victory Damn. laps. They had a 14% boost in sales from the new Coke change. Because that's what I was saying. They tried to taste like Pepsi. And Pepsi's like, you, you fucking proved it, bitch. Yeah. Like, you want to taste you like you were the like better us, soda. Yeah, we're the be- yeah. 
So, uh, the 79 days, 79 days after the announcement of new Coke, Coca-Cola holds a press conference announcing the return of the original formula, apologizing for their transgression. Good. They uh, announced it as under the label of Coca-Cola Classic. That was the return to form. And, uh, I mean, it was up until, like, last year that, like they still sell them as Coca-Cola classic. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I remember seeing, uh, like, it's still in the cans. I, and I always wondered that, too. I was always like, what does classic mean? Like, what what the fuck yeah, does classic right. mean? What, I thought when I first, like, became aware of it, I was like, I figured that they were just trying to be like, oh, look, you know, we're, we've been Coke forever. Classic yeah, yeah. Coke. Or I was like, the but, taste of like, the good t- old days. I had learned about this from a pretty young age, and it, I thought it was so interesting to find that they like actually tried to change it all, and they were like, "Okay, oh, shit, yeah, oh, that's my god. fucking, that's oh my god." Uh, so the uh, ret- the announcement of the Coca Cola Classic was a huge fucking news. It was the front page of like every major newspaper, and Peter Jennings of ABC News interrupted General Hospital to break the news nationally. <laughs> We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming to yeah. announce Coca-Cola has, got its shit together. Has returned. <laughs> Isn't this fucking insane? Dude, this I was like, very, I, I didn't realize how culturally dominant yeah, it was. It's very American. Very American. Received 60,000 calls over the next two days approving of the change. Everybody was fucking stoked about it. And they were actually so stoked about it that their anger was all but forgotten and mostly entirely manufactured. Yeah. Uh, and they uh, were – it was replaced with an enthusiasm that I'm sure most Americans didn't even realize that they had. And Classic Coke actually did even better than ever before. It outsold New Coke and it outsold Pepsi. It Damn. started it, – it fucking shot through the roof. Which a lot of people were like, oh, so you guys just did this whole thing on purpose. A PR which they stuff, assuredly yeah. did not Yeah, no do. way. No way. <laughs> they spent a fortune on this change, yeah. and it was a huge disaster. And, like, people don't understand, like, changing labels and uh, all of that shit is, like, a pretty big deal. That costs yeah. a lot of money. Yes, Companies don't do that shit. Plus, all of the testing and shit for the new flavors and everything cost a fortune, yeah. and all the marketing cost a fortune. They wouldn't just do this... To come back. There's a lot cheaper ways to do that. Yeah. Um, New Coke remained a product that got like 3% of market share and eventually fizzled out to like 0.1% until it was completely phased out in Damn. 2002. Uh, they, although at one point they renamed it to like Coke 2, which I think is a weird, I don't know. I yeah. feel like you're really out of the fucking yeah. park at this point. I think you're just trying to get rid of the supply of New Coke that you had. Well, no, they, they sold it for a while, which surprised me. They sold it for... 17 years Uh, it did a little better overseas but it really fizzled out like it was not a thing at all at least pepsi Uh, can still say they beat coke they were like some i mean they they, did yeah they did they were like i did pepsi was like at least we didn't change our whole fucking flavor to like try (laughs) try to compete with you uh they basically you know kick coke's dick in the dirt yeah and they're like what's up dude yeah you know got your ass and and, like, sure, Coke came back. Well, like, Pepsi had its day. Yeah, it, oh, did. it did. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's pretty funny. That's fucking um, great. Uh, Gozueta claimed that he never once regretted the decision to change Coca-Cola, 
he threw a 10th anniversary party for New Coke in 1995 and continued to drink it himself until his death in 1997. Damn. Dude was diehard. Dude, yeah, by he it. was with it. He was at least. Don't work for Pepsi, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the wrong fucking neighborhood. At least he stuck with his decision, I guess. I mean, you know, double down. I guess. I, 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 I think that it. makes him kind of a dumb dumb, yeah, but also, you know. Like it, maybe his heart really was in it, yeah. you know. Which I, he, I mean, he, he never denied responsibility. He was like, "Yeah, I did this. My bad." And uh, the whole response was like kind of a big, like unexpected thing to like not just Coke, but like everybody. Yeah, like psychologists and like business professionals were like, "Hmm, that's a little interesting. Well, that's a little weird." Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> And I kind of think it became a meme in and of itself that, like, people were outraged that Coke changed. And they're like, oh, yeah, me too. And people who probably drink, like, one soda a week were like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Now I want Coke back. You know what I mean? Like, and... It's like an infection. Yeah. Yeah. um, That's what memes are. Yeah, basically. call them going viral. But, Yeah. yeah, the... I definitely think I, I was kind of wondering like what would happen if they tried it now. I think our attention span is so short that we would just be like, ah, same thing, but for like a week yeah, be it'd over be it. done. I, yeah. I easily think Coke could pull this shit now. Yeah, I think so too. People don't really stay mad like they used to. They don't really whip up letter campaigns no. like they used Plus, to. Plus, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really call people yeah. like we used to. Yeah. Uh, Plus, uh, I think they learned a lot from all of this because when they launched Coke Zero, it was actually a huge success. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And it didn't stomp on Diet Coke's market at all. It became its own fucking thing. And they didn't try to discontinue Diet Coke. I was about to say, I think it would have been more of an issue if they tried to discontinue Diet Coke and keep Coke Zero in the new – because they're two different flavors – but yeah. I think I, I think them keeping Diet Coke circulating while also introducing Coke Zero was a good move. Yeah, I agree. I and, mean, and they, you know, they learned from yeah, it for and sure. Doctor Pepper did the same thing. Like, there's there's Doctor Pepper, oh, yeah. there's Diet Doctor Pepper now. And there's Doctor Pepper Zero Sugar. So there's two completely different diet flavors for you to choose from, and they have like Diet Cherry Coke and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Mountain. Now it seems like they're. I wonder if maybe technology has made it cheaper to offer a, a wider variety because they don't worry about that shit no, like they uh, used to. I wonder, and, and like Mountain Dew, I one thing I wish they would do because I only drink like diet soda. I don't drink regular soda anymore. Once in a blue moon, I'll have like a regular soda, but like I feel like like. Mountain Dew, I wish they would release, like, their special flavors, and, like, they have Baja Blast Zero because it's so popular, but, like, a limited, like, diet flavor of, like, Voltage or something, because I remember one time there was one, like, span of, like, five months where they released Diet Code Red, and it was the most delicious soda i, dude, code I dude, red I, sounds like, pretty good i lived off that like i dude, i don't know what it was fucking like crack it, it was so bad i was like this was so good and then it was just gone and i was really upset about it according this amazon posting as three in stock of diet mountain dew code red it's been a while so i'm a little little worried about uh buying it off amazon Let's see. Uh, it says as of July, as for Diet Coke. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. It's old. Yeah, and and Dang. yeah. So, and I'm not paying like thirty fucking dollars for a twelve pack. 
I mean, it's for, at that point, it's for the experience. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. it's it's. I would. Uh, they did do in 2015, I think it was a rerun of. They did a, like a limited run of Coke, uh, new Coke, Coke Two, or whatever. Oh, really? And it was you know a little more favorably received. And there was another company that did the same thing. It was. That clear beer. I think I talked about it before. I watched a whole fucking meme oh, doc Zima about it. Oh, or something like that? Zima, yeah, yeah, yeah. They That one, they did a rerun of it, and everybody was like, oh, this was sweet, you know? And, you know, it, like that little uh, taste of nostalgia is, I think, the move. Because if it's out all the time, everybody's like, nah, this is ass. Yeah, they don't want it uh, anymore. It's, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things of like, oh, we got to get our, our, you know, People who we gotta get a Zima because it tastes it. like when we were drunk in college, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And like I said, Coke did so great. A lot of people thought it was on purpose. Absolutely wasn't. There was also a common rumor slash um, urban legend is that they did it to cover switching from uh, sugar cane to high fructose corn syrup, but they had already approved like five or eight years prior. Um, to go 50% cane sugar, 50% corn sugar. And then before New Coke came out, like the year before it, they switched to full corn syrup anyway. Huh. So, like, yeah. it wasn't that at all. That's they, fair. And most people couldn't even tell. Like, they didn't yeah. announce the, the switch at all. So that was one which that they definitely got over on Yeah, people, they did. You know? Yeah, they were like, I bet if they announced that they were switching strictly to high, the corn syrup, they would have been a, another fucking whip it up. I've had... Like, basically, the difference now, like, people who drink, uh, like, cane sugar Coke now, they're like, it tastes so much better than uh, corn syrup. I'm like, not really. Yeah. It's just because it's in a glass bottle. Yeah. Like, it, the difference, yeah. They, everyone, you don't taste the can. Everyone knows that, like, Coke in a glass bottle, regardless, is better because you don't taste because the, the aluminum. Yeah. yeah. And also because yeah. it, like, the you don't get that, like, I guess the plastic taste isn't that much, but still, you know. Being in a plastic bottle being versus in a, a glass bottle are two very different things. Um, there was... Uh, oh, and one thing that I liked this research about was that because they changed what it looked like and stuff, um, they a lot of people attribute... Or not a lot of people, but it's a theory that they attribute the poor um, performance due to the change in packaging and stuff. Because people really associate the flavors with the colors so that they true. see every time. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. I was like, Coke tastes like red. I can't, if, you yeah. Say, yeah. if you put it in a white can, I'd be like, this tastes like garbage. Yeah. yeah. This is trash. So there's actually, uh, there, there is actually a Coke you can get in a white can. And it is the collab they did with Marshmallow. And I tried it and I was like, this really, it's, eh, it's not terrible, but it's not great. <sighs> but yeah, Coke does taste red. I mean, it's like McDonald's. It's like, you know, red and yellow. Um, you associate it with that. Yeah, there's like one. Absolutely. Mc, there's one McDonald's that is not red and yellow. I think it's in Arizona. It's like a light blue color. The the yellow parts of it, like the M, are like a blue color. And I forget why it's like that. I cannot remember. Um, there's like a special reason they have it like that, but I can't remember what it is. But it's like the only McDonald's that's not yellow and red. That phenomenon is called uh, sensation transference. It's oh, like really? a whole study of like uh if you always blink i i'm not like a huge fan of malcolm gladwell but blink is he doesn't get into anything too advanced outside of his realm and it's a pretty good book that talks about all these little subconscious things that we have and that's where i learned about it first 
but it talks about how like the shape and color and design of a thing will make you evaluate it before you even taste it. And so like liquor companies spend the most money uh, on their liquor bottles because changing the bottle has had like far and above the biggest impact on sales almost over anything else. Really? Yeah, isn't that stupid that, and ridiculous? That, We're like this this whiskey tastes better because the bottle is tall. Yeah, that's mm. no, that makes sense though. Um, the blue, <laughs> so the blue arches I was talking about is in Sedona, Arizona. This article from oh, nice. Business Insider says, "Don't worry, there's a reason for the color change, and it's pretty funny." The city of Sedona, located in the center of Arizona, is famous for its stunning natural beauty, namely its mountainous landscape of red rock. Because of said landscape, there are rules in place for buildings in Sedona to make that sure that no structure intrudes too much on the surrounding natural scenery. When the McDonald's was built there in 1993, a city officials believed that the bright yellow M would do just that. They claimed that gold would clash with surrounding red rocks and opted for a more pleasing soft blue. Um, the, so the <laughs> just it, telling McDonald's actually we prefer blue. Yeah, and they're so like change it. Um, we so, do that. <laughs> so you read that right? The archers are blue because gold didn't match the city's natural decor. Um, yeah, they're like I think that is voice. simultaneously very nice and the most nimby bullshit I've ever heard <laughs> in my fucking life. Like, what group of people is deciding if the building is like? In line with just, the, the doesn't fuck clash, off. That's doesn't some HOA with, horse yeah, shit. It doesn't clash with the uh, um, the city's decor. Um. So, uh, to end it all, I really like the line by Coke Chairman Donald Coff himself. He said, "Some critics will say Coca Cola made a marketing marketing mistake. Some cynics will say that we planned the whole thing. The truth is, we are not that dumb, and we are not that smart." That's fair. Awesome. I like that. That's, that's pretty good. funny. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> they own up. Yeah. They owned up to it. At least, and they- and like a lot of the good info about it was on Coca Cola's website. Like, really? they're pretty straight up about it. Yeah, that's it's cool. a famous that's fucking good, disaster. I mean, at least they didn't like. They weren't trying to like do something like Disney would and like bury it somewhere and never or say yeah. like it's your fault. Yeah, it's your fault. You don't like it. Americans' you- tastes have changed dramatically yeah. due to being pussies yeah. <laughs> in this goddamn country. Um, good job though. Uh, was that was it. that it? Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, I think it's 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 just a funny story, and it's like it's really weird. I don't. I can't yeah. think of any good parallels for me it. either. Actually, I know I can't either. Um, like Americans really don't like getting their pacifiers taken so from their ripped mouths. out of their mouth, dude. We don't. We well, like change. And like. You know, yelling at the like security so, guards, yeah. like, people who have get back nothing, in there. And yeah. sit. <laughs> nothing to do with this decision. Like, and I think it's something for sure that like the media ran with, and then they, you know, they were reporting all of these stories of people being upset. So yeah. people are reading these stories, and they're like, now I'm upset. Yeah, you know, that's fair. It's but I do think that we would have just gobbled this up in like three days and been over and, been it, and then forgotten yeah. and yeah. forgotten about it, and it would be nothing more than just a blip. On the internet's fucking scarred face yeah. already. Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's pockmarked <laughs> fucking battleground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, next week is going to be a Lucy since we're going to be changing seasons. We're going to be covering cons <sighs> and con artists. So, frauds and cons. Frauds and cons. Get ready for that. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, We're going to put the word true crime in the title. Dude, to yeah. Get those delicious <laughs> <But> yeah. likes. <laughs> Did you see how many delicious likes uh, my beautiful baby boy's 14th Yeah, it was they good. Got? Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody. Dude. Thank you to everybody who wished a happy birthday 
to my beautiful baby boy who has been alive for over 50% of my life. Nice, nice. Real fucking... Isn't that insane? The goodest of boys. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I, I am, at this point, I am more Hawkeye than man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> simply just how it works. As you should be. Uh, I agree. I agree completely. All right. Uh, but yeah, next week. Yeah, next week. We will see you guys then. Be safe, be kind to others. Love you so much. Bye-bye.